everybody, my name is Kelly Mahoney, and you're listening to Dream Team. Imagine you're sitting in front of a campfire, staring out at a lake mirroring the sky above. A big, bright moon shines down on you while you're enjoying the sounds of nature. Your marshmallow is almost perfectly toasted, and the warmth from the fire warms your face. Now imagine over 450 hackathon organizers from around the globe sitting beside you and sharing their stories. This is HackCon. HackCon is an annual conference run by Major League Hacking for hackathon organizers. The event is filled with activities and discussions based around one central goal, making your hackathon the best that it could be. Over the course of two and a half days, organizers and MLH staff are learning from each other, sharing ideas, and collaborating on ways to make each other's events successful. This is the story of four attendees from HackCon 6. My name is Tony To. I'm from uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I go to Concordia University as an independent student, and uh, I'm an organizer, VP design for uh, Conu Hacks. Um, so hello, my name is Andrea, and I currently am a rising senior at the University of Washington studying informatics. In the past, I organized Dub Hacks, and now I'm a coach for MLH. My name is Corbin. Uh, I go to the University of Waterloo. I'm about to go into my third year of software engineering. Um, this year, I am helping to organize Hack the North, which is Canada's biggest hackathon held at this university uh, every year. I've been on the Hack the North team for two years now, and it's kind of like the main thing I do on campus, I guess, but I'm also involved with some other smaller things on the side. Hi, everyone. I'm Deepraj Pandey. I'm a sophomore at Ashoka University, which is a school in New Delhi, India. So I, I was here at HackCon for a hackathon I started back in when I was in junior year in high school, which is uh, called Hack DAV. DAV was the name of the high school I went to. It's been three years organizing Hack DAV and uh, we have had like consistently 250, 200 to 250 participants uh, in every edition. And so, yeah, and this time, so like, like right now, like we are planning to, like uh, since I've graduated from high school, um, I'm planning to start a hackathon as a non-profit separate from the school, like not associated with the school. Uh, but the organizing team is the same and we are planning to go international. So yeah, I mean, like it, it, it is, that, that, that was uh, what I was representing back in HackCon 6 this, this weekend. Hey there, so what did you think of HackCon? It, it was truly like, an amazing experience. The camp setting worked so well. 
especially considering that we're all university students as opposed to i i guess like business professionals it, it was a great way of like networking and bonding and for people to casually share their wisdoms with each other i loved hatcon i think one of the best things about hatcon is definitely the people it was so amazing to meet people i had met um last year when i attended hatcon as an organizer for dub hacks and this year as a coach for mlh to kind of um see that difference in dynamic that happened. I think when I was an organizer for Dub Hacks, I was definitely more focused on like trying to connect with my team and trying to meet other hackathons. But as a coach, I got an opportunity to get to know the other coaches and to kind of share war stories and swap knowledge with each other, as well as get to meet the organizers from a coach standpoint in the sense of how do we better support and empower their hackathons with an opportunity of maybe being able to possibly attend their hackathon as a coach. Hey there, so what did you think of HackCon? Oh, it, it was, I would say like that was the best weekend I've ever spent like in my, in the past year and a half or more than that probably. Yeah, like I, I loved every single minute of it. Like it, it was the best, yeah. <laughs> and it was actually my first HackCon and yeah, it, it was really exciting. So HackCon was held at Pocono Springs Camp. What did you think of the event space? So Hakon, coming into Hakon, I it was my first time. Uh, I didn't expect, I didn't know what to expect coming into it. All I saw on the website was that one, it was like a sort of conference where hackathon organizers from all over the the continent comes together, and that it was at a camp. So seeing that it was a camp, it was it was really new and foreign to me because I'm used to like conferences at like hotels or like you know big play, uh, stages with like big panels and speakers and uh, that's it. No, it was it was honestly such a great experience whether we were like even though it was camp when we, when I first got to a uh, hackon and I saw it was camp in the back of my head I was thinking like oh I should enjoy myself this weekend instead of just you know uh as if like every other networking event where like the bottom line is like who do you meet who are your contacts etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Like I wanted to enjoy myself but while I was enjoying myself, whether it was like in the pool, whether it's at zip lining or it's at the dining hall, I was still learning so much about like different people, uh, different uh, hackathons, different places in the world. It was it was really educational. So I did go to HackCon last year where it was still at Poc Pocono Camp um, in 2017. And so I had been familiar with this space. But it was definitely like in 2017, it was definitely the first time I had been camping or as I guess in the situation glamping in the sense of our cabins had warm water, um, there was shower pressure, the cabin was really clean and spacious. But in terms of the space, it was definitely camping in the fullest regard in the sense of our beds were still just like a that thin sheet of foam um, over wood as well as the insects were really present. I got a lot of bug bites. HackCon may be over, but my bug bites are still present. But I think the camping space was really cool in the sense of it allowed us to connect more in the present situation because the Wi-Fi signal was weak or that service wasn't that accessible. Um, we had to kind of spend more time talking to each other and engaging with each other and so i think that was a really cool opportunity plus it's not often that you got to go to a lake and go kayaking or paddle boarding or just jumping off the trampoline um, or even zip lining so having that opportunity to be engaged in outdoor activities was also very cool so i really loved it i mean i like that environment and just sort of being 
outdoors, being free to mingle around or just chill out if you wanted to. The the schedule I thought was really nice, like the way they run it, the way they ran it, where you could sort of plan when you want to do your own activities versus when you wanted to go and listen to talks versus when you wanted to just network or whatever. I know I talked to a couple other organizers from outside North America though, uh, who were kind of like, yeah, this is this is totally new, and they were they were really happy with it though, because of course, I mean, summer camps are awesome. Okay, if you talk about summer camps, that was first like my first American summer camp, so to say. But I did like attend something over the summer when I was in high school in in the U.S. Uh, but it was more like a summer course at a university and not like a camp. So um, it was definitely new for me. What was your favorite part about the entire event? Uh, it was honestly meeting all the different organizers. I think like throughout the weekend, I've met. Over fifty people, and like we shared uh, social media, it, it was it was an incredible experience, and I love getting to meet people from like all over the all over. Like I've met people from Finland, Mexico, everywhere in the states, and even other Canadian hackathon uh, organizers. And like, there's the sense of like community that really makes you feel like you're a part of something big, that you're doing something、uh, bigger than yourself. I think my favorite part about Hackon, once again, it's the people.、Um, so Saturday night, we, I just love listening to people. And so Saturday night, a whole group of us after the dance party that had happened, thrown by Mango Hacks, <laughs>、uh, we decided to get in a circle and kind of do a little thing like where it was like a kind of joke. A, jo- a little bit of a joke in the sense of we were like, oh, it's a prayer circle. We're not a cult, but we all sat in a circle and held hands sometimes, and we'd all snap. But it was a great opportunity to kind of meet、um, other organizers and to share stories, but also like listen to each other as well as、um, give an opportunity for all of us to talk at the same time. And so our discussion really ranged from like. But、terrible things that happened at hackathons in such a safe in a safe space, as well as like things that our hackathon were doing, as well as how we felt about organizing,、um, as well as what got us into organizing. So having all of those ideas、um, being swapped was really cool, and it was such a great moment in the sense of everyone was open and vulnerable and very honest with their experiences. That no one really put on pretenses or trying to like make themselves feel bigger, but everyone was just being real about what their experiences had been. And I didn't realize that we were talking until it's 2 a.m. And then as we were leaving, we decided to continue talking outside the building outside before we went into our cabins until 4 a.m. And we were going strong until I realized that until I mentioned that we could potentially be、um, watching the sunrise from here. And that was when we, as organizers and as coaches, were like, we will organize so that we will not be seeing sunrise from here. And then we. Quickly disadjourned and broke off, and we're very keen on cutting conversation off at 4 a.m. But it was just such a cool moment in the sense of like this was something that hadn't been organized or something that I wasn't planning for, but it was just something that came together in the、um, in the moment. And having that raw conversation, those stories, and that vulnerability was such a unique thing that could only happen at Hackon. I, I know this is kind of cliche, and other people have probably said this. Um, but the best part to me was was the people that I got to meet for sure.、Uh, 
Um, obviously, like the activities are fun and all of the talks are, are good and insightful. I definitely came away with some, some good takeaways for what we can do with Hack the North in the coming years. But like I said before, the most major thing that I haven't been able to get elsewhere is these connections to other organizers. Um, it's, it's really an incredible gathering of like so many different, different students from different backgrounds, you know, huge schools, tiny schools, running hackathons that have anywhere from 100 to over 2,000 people at them um, and everything in between. So it's a, a really cool, diverse crowd to sort of be able to talk to about this one subject that we're all super passionate about. Definitely the GitHub Lounge because like I, I remember like I ended up not attending like half of the lightning talks <laughs> because I was like too busy. I, I mean like I was uh, talking to these people that that were just like hanging out at the lounge and definitely meeting people from, from like all over even uh, all over the world actually like there were a lot of people from everywhere and that was the best part of Hackcon like getting to know about what they have been doing and what what is going on. And so, yeah, like that, that, that's, that was it. So what was it like interacting with all the different organizers from around the U.S. and around the globe? After going to Hackon, I felt like before going into Hackon, I felt like the Hackathon community for us was just, you know, the, the big ones like Hack the North and whatever's in our community, which is basically McGill. <laughs> and so our, our range of vision, our field of view was limited to only that area of like uh, the continent. And so talking to like uh, meeting like all these different uh, organizers from like, I don't know, even just British Columbia or like Colorado or California or wherever in the States, it made me feel, it made me feel like the world's a lot bigger than it actually is. And it was really interesting. I, it was our, my first time uh, meeting other like uh, hackathon organizers at such a like a casual uh, level. Like I said before, I mean most of the connections that I had up until this point were uh, Canadian hackathon organizers. I knew a couple from the U.S. like uh, organizers behind some of the bigger hackathons down there, but I think the biggest difference for me is just like more diversity. I guess like I especially people who are from more like the southern states um, where I have barely even heard of a lot of hackathons that happen down there um, purely just because of the geographical distance i mean it'd be pretty difficult for me to to go down to some of those events even ones that happen in sort of like northeast northwest of the united states i would have been more familiar with um, so i already had interacted with some of those people before but yeah i mean people from the south it's it's really cool to see the culture thriving down there as well um, it's something that i sort of knew was going on in the back of my mind but yeah, hadn't really had a chance to actually see in person um, and talk to in person and, and learn about how they're running things there as well. Because because of the geographical distance, there is, I guess, a more significant knowledge barrier as far as how much we talk with each other and how much we share information. Um, so it, it was a really cool opportunity to be, to be able to connect with them and see how they run things. So this was actually the first time I, I was meeting uh, these many organizers, like people who have been organizing hackathons and at like different scales, there were people from who have been just like, you know, who are just like starting out with hackathons. There are people from bigger hackathons with like, which is around like 700 to like up to 1600 participants every year. And it was, it was like eye opening, so to say, which like, and, and, and it was just like um, an experience in itself, just like getting to know like their perspective on on things. And it was nice to see people who understand the 
the the problems that and the issues that we go through when we are organizing an event at this scale and and the things that we have to keep in mind and like the the highlights of the weekend were like when we you know agreed on a lot of things and like actually ended up partnering or agreeing on like certain partnerships which which like the hackathon community will see over the years and coming here i i saw close to there are close to 450 participants at like at hackathon and all of them were like all, like on some organizing team of a hackathon which was exciting in the, in the first place and like the discussions we had like led to some pretty cool ideas So the event was packed full with different lightning talks and discussions. Did you attend any of them and what did you think of them? I've uh, I went to a few. For me personally, I don't do well in like very traditional to a Tazza learning experience. I felt like most of my most of my favorite experiences and uh most uh educational ones were the ones where like i was just sitting with other organizers or mlh coaches or uh you know github professionals who just talked about their experiences and how to solve uh, certain problems as for as for some of the talks i went to uh the one by susan ibeck how to get my how to get my money uh she's a microsoft uh, representative uh, talking about how to approach sponsors and how we should be talking to them in order to you know get their money for sponsors as sponsors for our hackathons originally i signed up to uh kanyu hacks as someone who is looking toward being a vp of marketing uh i i like to think i'm a social person and that, like you know just all around in general just decent at networking since i was not a computer science student i was i was placed as vp design instead my second choice so as vp design uh i don't participate a lot in the sponsorship but i think it's good to touch bases on every aspect of event organization as any role to give you self like a better idea of how the organization is going and how i uh, think how, what what needs to be made or what needs to be planned i definitely didn't go to like all the talks but i tried to go to the talks that were really engaging um so i went to a couple lightning talks definitely went to keynote and I think it was still an incredibly valuable perspective listening to the lightning talks. I really liked um Selena's lightning talk on giving and receiving feedback. I think as an organizer, as a coach, we're constantly looking for ways to better communicate information and help others grow in our community, and so that was still really valuable even as a former organizer turned into a coach. I gave a talk on team conflict from my experiences of working within teams at school. So I had a discussion section and so we spent some time together to kind of talk about what team conflict was as well as ways to resolve team conflict. One of the important key points that I wanted to discuss with everybody who attended my discussion was that conflict is actually a good thing. Conflict means that um there's ideas that are being pushed, there's ideas and boundaries that are being shifted and that conflict is a natural part of a team development but if you can't resolve that conflict properly or if you don't let conflict ever arise that might mean that something might be going wrong with your team or that you're not allowing other voices to speak or have these new perspectives um being brought onto the team yeah i did go to uh pretty much a talk in in every slot that we could uh, i tried to learn as much as possible especially 
you know, like these organizers have a lot of really cool experiences, but then on top of that, you get people who have actually um, gone through the time to consider not only what they're going to be talking about, you know, something they feel passionate or particularly experienced in, um, but moreover have prepared like a well thought out structured way to convey that information to other people. It's a really awesome opportunity. So I tried to take advantage of many, as, as many of those um, as I could. As far as which one was my favorite, geez. So I think probably one of the most interesting ones from my perspective, I forget exactly what it was called. It was like uh, tools for scaling or something like that. But it was basically like they ran it as a discussion uh, and everybody was in their little groups or whatever. And we talked about the ways that we're sort of using organizational methods or technological tools um, to help scale up our events. That's pretty interesting to me because, you know, scaling up from the size of like 250 to 300 people um, all the way up into the thousands uh, for the number of people who apply or attend your event, technology starts to become a really important part, not just of the hackathon for the hackathon culture, but also for logistics uh, for running the event. However, I feel like because it's less standardized as far as event organization goes, there's a lot more diversity in the responses that you get when you ask like, what were sort of the problems that were big enough that you decided to prioritize putting a dev team on it and like asking them to figure out a more complicated solution. So yeah, I mean, everything from registration to judging and workshops, uh, like every part of the event someone's come up with a tool for. Uh, but on top of that, then you also have individual parts of the event like registration or judging that are being handled in totally different ways. So that was really cool to sort of sit in a more intimate group, I guess, and, and talk through how other people did things, um, and then every now and then be able to return to the full group and, and get some highlights. Yeah, I attended a few keynotes, uh, one or two workshops, but it was mostly like uh, some of the lightning talks, which which I missed out on. But yeah, um, I attended the opening keynote, obviously, and then there was this workshop on using tools uh, uh, while, while organizing hackathons, like how do you use your how do you use like the tools that are available to people in streamlining the planning process and that was uh, that was quite helpful and the discussions we had was very 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 interesting of the lightning talks i i like the one that was um, by uh, an organizing organizer from the from tree hacks from stanford and she talked about uh, diversity and the like how diversity like your event changes um, based on your based on like you know your plans and your goals and when you when you keep like you know um, when when you when you want to in, improve diversity in your hackathon how things will change and like what changes you can make and like even in the organizing team and all of that 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 was like these are like some of the cool things that I found. Over the entire course of the weekend, what was the most valuable piece of advice or knowledge that you gained during the event? There's so many. It's really hard to choose from. Like, how should like the, the structure work uh, internally? How should teams organize themselves structurally and internally? That was really important to for organization. And how to approach sponsors by uh, not just sending every sponsor like a mass email with a template saying that like oh this is our sponsorship package please take a look and sponsor us from what i learned from like especially susan Ibach from uh, microsoft she explains that we need to establish somewhat of like a partnership between the uh, sponsors 
So if we're trying to communicate to like one company, asking them to be there's uh, asking them to be our sponsor, we would need to negotiate a deal. Like what do they get out of it? What do we get out of it? And then uh, see if see if things work for each other logistically. So for example, with GitHub or Microsoft, they can only send so many, they can only sponsor so many hackathons. And this is not because of uh, necessarily money issues, but also uh, having people to send because they can't sponsor a hackathon if they have no one to send over there to represent them, right? And so like uh, we, it, I guess it's common sense, but like we should be contacting uh, local companies and uh, companies that are able to travel to us uh, send their people to us. I think one of the most valuable, hmm, there's definitely a lot I learned. Um, but I think one of the most memorable things that I learned was just to come in and like really demonstrate a strong ability to listen. I think I learned so much this weekend by just listening to others. And like while I gave my talk and I found that really informative, I think the best things that happened this weekend was because I was listening to others, listening, um, to what organizers are saying, listening to what other coaches were saying, that it really made this experience such a positive thing that allowed me to really learn and grow as an organizer, as a member of this hackathon community. Yeah, so I mean, we, we learned a ton throughout the weekend um, and it covered quite a wide array of, of topics, right? Everything from logistics to, um, you know, like judging, sponsorship, development work, and everything in between. I think probably the most useful and well, not useful, but valuable and, and most insightful for me going forward was talking about team structure and more sort of like internal logistics uh, for other teams. So we have we have actually like sort of an average size team, average size team by like compared to many events there. There were some that had teams that with like over 100 students on them. There's some that had teams with seven or eight students on them. Um, our team is 32 people. And I think that with that size of people, when you start getting up into those numbers, uh, internal organization becomes pretty important to make sure that everybody stays sane, especially with the amount of work that we have to take on. So one of the things that I was actually more surprised about in talking to other organizers from different events was how much variety there was and how we organized our teams. There's everything from like completely fluid structures where individual organizers can sort of sign up for whatever projects they want and totally manage their own time all the way up to very formal, you know, tall hierarchy kind of systems where there is like a management structure that makes sure accountability is held and timelines are met. We fall kind of in between, but there's obviously a lot of problems that come up every year that would suggest, oh, we should become more fluid or, oh, we should become more strict with our hierarchy. And talking to other people about it, though, made me realize that it's, it's really not a binary thing like that. I mean, there's tons of different ways to organize the team that make a lot of sense for students and the work that we do. And many of those ideas I straight up would not have thought of. Um, and I don't think are very common within like more common within more general management theory. Uh, it's, it's specific really to what students are doing. The fact that we are studying, doing homework, we have exams, we have sort of these peak periods of busyness that are very predictable and you can use that predictability to maximize team efficiency. So just getting an idea of how other teams have been tackling those issues has given me a lot of thoughts for how we might want to reorganize team structure, even in slight ways going into 2019. Well, the most valuable thing that I learned over the weekend was was collaboration. Like even though like being organizers, 
we understand the value of collaboration and and like you know that because that's exactly what happens at hackathons but still like on the organizers front like collaboration on the uh, as organizing teams from different events is when when you like meet together or like you know discuss ideas or like collaborate over certain things new ideas come up and new solutions or like you know the the that exchange of information that comes comes out of that is is really valuable and like goes a long way and that's that's definitely like my go to like like my take away from the entire weekend i would say so now after experiencing hackon do you see yourself coming back next year and if so do you think you'll bring your friends i went to hackon with my uh, president and um when we came back we we recommended everyone on the team to uh if they plan on staying in the hackathon uh community to go to hackathon uh when i was there i took down a lot of notes discreetly on my phone i felt a little rude talking to someone and having my phone out while writing down my notes no i came i came back to montreal with like a great wealth of knowledge and i shared i wrote like a a small article detailing my uh, experience at Hackon and what I learned there and I sent it to everyone else on my team. Yeah, a lot of it was just like mostly to like uh, marketing and sponsorship and how we can reorganize ourselves and how we should be approaching uh, certain sponsors. And and it further and for me it further emphasized reaching out to everyone. If I were to meet anyone remotely interested in design or computer science, I would highly recommend them to go to Hackathons. and like i would definitely go to hackathon again hackathon is a great experience i can't recommend it enough um it's also incredibly very cool how mlh um is really involved with hackathon but um how they're both there and they are so ready to listen and answer questions from hackers and just are incredibly approachable and i think that's incredibly valuable when building this um hackathon community in terms of like just being accessible to organizers as well as to any hackathon participant within our community. Oh yeah, I think for sure. We always so Hack the North always sends a delegation of people. We do think it's a really pretty valuable experience. I mean, at least for the talks, but if not just for for meeting people and becoming a, a becoming more involved with the community and with the actual people involved. So yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to send people next year and I would I would recommend it to anybody else who I organizes hackathons and is really passionate about making this community better. I I think like this will probably become like an annual thing that I do. I'll try to find time like when the hackathon when when hackathon is organized and I'll try my best to come back. This was the best thing that Emirates could have done like uh like the venue decision and anyway like like it's it's a great initiative and it 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 has been possible just because because of GitHub's continued support to MLH's um ventures and I'm I'm just like glad that this could be arranged and like and all of us like could come here and like have a great weekend and yeah I mean like I would I would like say like special thanks goes to MLH and and GitHub Education for for doing this and yeah The 2019 hackathon season is just beginning. You can see all of the events at mlh.io/events. This episode was not sponsored, and all of these opinions and the opinions of the guests are their own. Dream Team was voiced by Kelly Mahoney.